Korongo ki te tangi a te kori mako Ko rero flowing a te hoka force Ko papa relevant, ko papa out of bounds Ko papa exigent, ko papa paramount Nga ko nga whakapiri mai ki te Ko papa tino whakahira hira Whakarongo pi kari kari mai Hare hare mai, o tari ngā hare hare mai We gotta gather up close everybody Gather up close everybody Kani kani move that body Kani kani move that body E ngā maiko, e ngā kura, e ngā ko wharawhara o rātou mā, tēnā koutou katoa, ko taringa tēnei, e whakapāhu atu nei, atu i ngā tari matua, o kahu nunu, o kauaka. Ko taringa i tēnei rā, ko te kauaka o te reo Māori, ko te kauaka o te kaupapa, e mihi atu nei me tō tātou, manuhiri tūārangi ko tai mai nei. Tēnā rā atu koe. Ki tau anō whare. Ki tau anō whare. Kuna koe e whakatau mai nei Ai, whakatau, whakatau Kia ora We actually are in Kateri's office i tēnei wā So, yeah, ngā mii kia koe e ngari ai Nei mai oki mai Kia ora koura, tēnā koura And we're not in the bustling metropolis of Kaumati We're in the sleepy town of Heretaunga Where they celebrate Halloween And we had a bit of a change up So, i konei a tāti moti I nai nei, ko tēnei rangatira o tātou. Noa, e mi ana kia koe e te hoa. Kia ora, kia ora. Ko ki mai ki te manaki i te karanga. Ai. A taringa. Ai. Rere, ka nui te aroha. Yeah. I guess we start with the kiwaha e hoa. Ko tētahi o waku tino kiwaha, kāre te tino rangona i nai nei, ko tēnei kiwaha nei, ko te kāti tonu rā. And it's not... It's not heard much today, and I think the last person that really used to use it was our our teacher, Matero Hainga. Mm. She was a Ngati Porokuya, and anyone who went to a Kurereo knows that her kaupapa was Kiwaha. That's yeah. what she taught, and she she was sort of the queen or the Kiwaha. Anyway, this Kiwaha she used to use was Kati Tonura. Mm. And the way you use it is like just as well something happened there. Yeah? Oh. So I, I might ring her and she say, Ah, Kati Tonukoe kia waia mai. Just as well you called me, so she say, "Kati tonu, kati tonu rako e mai te mehe take taku." Just as well you called mm. because I have uh, something, or um, you know, I might say to Timothy, um, he might say to me, "Oh, e meana te hire." He was going to come with me to something, and I go to something, and I know he wouldn't have liked it. And I said, "Oh, Timothy, kati tonu rako e kia kore hara mai." Oh, kiora. Just as well you didn't, didn't come. come. Yeah, yeah so kati tonu rako e kia kore hara mai. Kia kore. Yeah, oh. so yeah, kāti tonu rā engari, but you know, a lot of the time I'll use it quite often. I'll just say, oh, geez, kāti tonu rā, kāti tonu koe. Just as well, you reminded me, ne? Kāti tonu koe kia whakamaumahara mai iā. Mm. O, ko kāti tonu koe i maumahara ai ahau. Mm, kia ora. Ahoepera, ahoepera yeah. tuai. So yeah, that's, that's the one I like, that kiwa. Mama. And there's not many people that use it um, mm. today. No, nera, mote past tense, tērā kiwa. Kua raka, yeah, 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 yeah. for... Yeah, 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 yeah. Wahe hua ka puta, ne? Aye. And i te kiwa ha scale, you know, kono kui mo te kiwa ha scale, mm. taringa, from one to five, we would it be five being the uaua, one being easy. Oh, I think it's it's quite difficult. I, and I have heard some people trying to use yep. it. Mm. And they're using it completely wrong. Yeah, because you've manipulated <laughs> it in a few ways. Yeah. Yeah, yeah because yeah. there there's lots of ways you can use it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Matero was the last person to use it. And I only know that because I once had my friend Leon ask me, he said, hey, how te tikang o te kiwaha? Mm. And I know if Leon's asking me what something means. Yep. Which is yeah, very, which is very rare. Yeah. It is very rare. Leon Blake asked me something about the language. It was so, it was so memorable and it was so yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so poignant in my life. Yeah, te wā. I was like, oh, ki te tahi mea. No, no, because he's he's the mentor, right, of language. So when he asked me, I thought, well, this mustn't be a frequently used keyboard. But I love it. You can use it. In so many contexts. Yeah. Well, it's the addition, the additions to elaborate on the fakaro that you know I'm thinking because kati tonu ra kia. And then there's the kia kore to kia negate. Kore. Mm. See, we went oh. to a tangi this morning. There's only three of us. Mm. There wasn't many people at the house, and I would have said to Parani Archies, kati tonu tato kia haere. Ah, yeah. Just as well. Nice. Okay, so ara irongora kote 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 fakamahinga te kupu kia. And then kia kore to negate it. Kia right, kore right. kia. So that's the thing. Oh, yeah. And then you can put an EI in afterwards. Yeah. That's the part. So, you know, you might say, I don't want to go to that hui because I think it's going to, it's going to, 
pour down soon. Mm. And then you watch it, it rains, cats and dogs just say, oh, jeez, kātitunutātuke noho ki te kāinga. Just as nice. well we stayed home. Yeah. yeah. So the personal pronoun is before the kia. Yeah. Is that personal pronoun? I have Tupou. no idea. Tupou. Ai, ai, yeah. ai. Yeah. Tupou toaha. <laughs> Where all my te kāmāra? Whoi no kuira te kiwa. Te kiwa. Kiwa. Nā, e te iwi ko te um, kupu, kupu, kupu tēnei. Right. Nā, kia mohi mai koutou. He tākuta tātou. He is a doctor. Tātā. Um, ana ko te... Um, e ano te taitaro o tō, o tō tūingaro? Determining a dialect for Ngāti Kahungunu, it's history, evolution and future. Hmm. Kapai, no rere kui rau tātātou wānanga i tēnei rā. Engari, e hara, e hake, i te mea uh, ko kahungunu te aronga. Engari, eh, kia whānui o tātou whakaaro mm. mea tātou kōrero ki te mō te mita. Ai. Kam <laughs> 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 engari ko te tūreo. Let's start there, Tai. Yeah. Tūreo. Because I've been, you know, I've been... I've been waving the flag. Word. Yeah, yep. yeah. Be careful doing that down here. Hoi anō. Hoi anō. Put it closer to your mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, right. you know what I mean. <laughs> so, te tūreo. Um, in, in your research, near the, the role of a PhD is to create new knowledge. Aye, kia ora. Ko era te matua. Um, I roto i te ao te mātauranga. Mm. Ko tauna takoha uh, ki te ao te mātauranga, ki te puna o te mātauranga, huri no i te ao. Mm. And... And ko te tahi wahanga wakurangahau was looking at te taketakenga mai o te kupu o te mita. Mm. Where did the word mita come from? Mm. How did we start applying the word mita to dialect? Mm. Kia ora. Because dialect is quite a big kaupapa. There's a lot within dialect. And Kia we ora. applied mita to dialect, accent. Mm. There's a whole lot of things that we apply um, mita for. How the accent? Well, some people chuck accent under your mita. Ah, so yeah. mita no, can... How the accent? Accent is te momo tauna whakahua hua. Yeah, right. It's the moment or two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I've just been in Australia last for two and a half weeks, and I grew up in Australia. And um, you know, hearing the accent there, I forgot what it sounded like. It's mm. cool. It's cool, cool. in the pool. Yeah, pool in the school. Yeah. Anyway, back to this word too, deal. So we looked at the at the. I forget. There's a word when you look at a whakapapa of a word. There's a word in English when you it, talk about etymology. 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 Etymology of the word meter. Yes, and you can do an etymological dissection of word. Kilda. He should have a doctor. Dissection right? is only two parts. Okay, he, 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 he should have a doctor, I reckon. <laughs> give me an honorary one. Give me an honorary one. Kia ora mai koe tainu. Give them one of the Yep. They give them dev every time they can carry something. Kare pirangi uti, just give me one. Anyway, hari tonu. Ko whakawhiwhia kia wai noi hora, so you'll be right. Anyway, so today we looked at Mita and um, went through the old newspapers to see where it was used. Was it used in the JPS? Was it ever used mm. as dialect? And the first reference, I think, was Elsdon Best in the early 1900s, but he didn't really use it in regards to dialect. But I feel it came from the English word meter, M-E-T-E-R, mm-hmm. which talks about the stressed and the syllabic... Um, mm. And yeah. rhythm. And rhythm of language. Yeah. yeah, It's about rhythm of language. So mm-hmm. I guess they've taken the word meter, it's a borrowed word from the word meter, and they've put it into our language for dialect, the rhythm of the language. I, I just didn't feel that that fit. I didn't feel it was broad enough because a dialect is a variation of a language. Mm, yeah? Yeah. And it's a lot bigger than just rhythm. And Parani and I had this conversation because we spoke about te rangi o te reo. Could te rangi o te reo be enough to describe mm. dialectal variations? And I said, well, rangi, it talks about the rhythm and the sound and the flow of the language. Yeah. I said, but then there's other components missing. Yep. Which I think is, would make sense because our language was once just a spoken language, right? So that would make sense. We would have only gauged it based on sound. Yeah. yeah. Um, whether there were different carving, no doubt there were different tribal carving styles mm. and all that. Anyway, we looked at I thought, well, what's a word that captures that a dialect is, is a variation of a language, ne? Mm. which is made up of words, sound, and grammar? which is why I thought meta doesn't work. Mm. Um, and I asked Timothy what his word might be, and he said to me, nah, motu haketanga ārel. Otherwise, it's a little bit long. <laughs> just a tad. <laughs> just a tad bit long. I said, hey, do you know nā motu haketanga ārel o tainui? Yeah. <laughs> so I looked at this word two, and two, like, you know, there's two āhua. Mm-hmm. There's two momo. Two momo, yeah. There's... And then kaha whanganui te whakamahi te tū. I te tū, oh, ne? Ne? Yeah. 
Arate ra te ra tu kau papa te nei tu hui ah, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah he kaha fanga nui te fa. So I thought well two means a variation ne. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I thought well you got two momo two ahua. There's other words as well yeah. in the language. So I thought well. Tu kuru. Tu kreua. Okay, what's your anyway? Too much about So I thought well tu real. Yeah. But in saying that, I created that word in my in my thesis, but I hardly use it because most people, well, all people are, uh, um, they know the term mita. Yeah. Mm. That's the commonly used term. Yeah. And we know that when you go out and start spouting of new words, a lot of people go, huh? Mm. What does that mean? So I've slowly started to sort of use it and share it with people, but I tend to use the word mita mm. um, so people understand what I'm talking about. Kia ora. Kia ora. Kia ora. Kia ora. Hey, hea, hea o kitenga i roto i tō rangahau. Uh, e ki, ki te o mm. I think as a as a second language learner, ne? Mm. When I started learning the language in 2004, I learned a, I learned a, uh, I guess a melting pot of dialects. Yeah. Actually, no, it was probably two main dialects that I learned. Uh, would have been Tuhoi and Atipuro. Mm. Well, I learned from people that hail from those tribes, Aye. native speakers from those tribes, mm. because Matiro didn't just speak. Um, coasty dialectal variations. She mm. knew Kiwaha from all tribes. Mm. And then, so I had Hiria Tumwana eh, from Tuhoi and Matirohainga. And then I met the Koroa. The Koroa, I didn't start learning under the three Koroa until much later on my language journey. Anyway, as a second language learner, you sort of learn the, the skeleton of the language now. Yeah. Mm. And then you start to um, really learn more about your tribal identity. And there's a there's a tribal allegiance. There's a tribal yeah. pride, right? Yep. And I thought, well, for me and Kahunganu, how can I um, identify as Kahunganu through my language? Because a lot of people say, oh, I don't want to learn that deal. I want to go and learn Te Reo Aki or Taku Iwi. Yeah. I only want to learn Kahunganu deal. Mm. And I'm thinking, well, you know, that's a bit ridiculous because most of us have learned Māori from people who weren't Kahunganu mm. because a lot of our people lost the language, right? Mm. So that's what drove me. I wanted to learn more mm. about dialect and can Kahunganu retrieve um, what was what's been lost? Mm. Is it retrievable? Anyway, to cut a long story short, what did I find out in my research? Well, we learned that in Kahunganu, the language has been missing for some four to five generations in some families. Wow. It's a long time. Mm. Kahunganu was one of the first tribes behind Ngaitahu to suffer huge language losses, certainly from the southern end of Wairarapa all the way up to um, the Hiratonga Plains Aye. and Napier. I mean, you look at Hiratonga Plains, Te Haronga Atakahu. It's a colonizer's dream. Yeah. Um, and um, so that's the first thing. We've got four to five um, generations of language loss in some families. Um, and it was hard. It's, it was really hard trying to find how can we revive um, dialectal variations mm. because we don't have a huge um, uh, plethora of oral recordings. Kia ora. You know, Waikato was quite lucky because Radio New Zealand followed Koroki around when he opened all, yeah, those, yeah. all those houses. But um, mm. we didn't have a lot of that here. And it's quite funny because we were sitting right now or where the, our mates are sitting right there, right underneath them is the Radio Kahungunu vault, which houses hours and hours of tapes. Oh, it's like the Vatican, mate. Oh, it is, yeah. the Vatican. But Joe, Joe Tiri, Dr. Joseph Tirito, is the, um, he holds the key to that room. Mm-hmm. Um, but Radio Kahungunu has been recording the old since the late 1980s. Mm-hmm. And the good thing about radio is you have two native speakers that are just having social discourse. Mm. It's not it's not a second language and asking if I know my kui here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Kui kui here. Yeah. No, they were just... Social discourse, yana. They were just, yeah, yana. Yana, nana, nana, nana. Just talking about the weather. Yeah, yeah, talking yeah. Talking about what's a leap here. You know, tau peke peke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Things like that. Yeah. Idioms, all those sorts of things. Hapu awai, awai, all those dudes. Nā wai rānei, hapu awai. Kā te rongoa mo tērā, mo tērā. Yeah. Yeah, so um, I did a bit of a research on what we could uh, revive. But I guess the question is, is that in all of those old records, old newspapers, old manuscripts, the Williams Dictionary, um, what words can we actually use in a modern context in 2022? Mm. Mm. Because it's all good to go and revive 157 words from the Williams Dictionary. Mm. And we don't even use any of them yeah. that identifies kahungunu words. So that's, oh, the, big, that's wow. the big challenge. I think there's 157 wow. words in the Williams Dictionary that have the suffix mm. of K-A-H. Oh, K-A-H, that's your suffix, yeah. Not 
bracket, so you look that up and jump on, and we've got 157 words, and we don't use any of them today. It's well, not in the, in the current vernacular. Yeah. Mm. So these are these are old words, um, and we know what it's like mm. to revive old words. Panikiritanga mm. was slammed for yeah. it's 15 years. So that's really the challenge that I found. You mm. know, we don't have a luxury of um, unique sounds like Northland mm. or Matatua or the West Coast yeah. or the East Coast up the top. We don't have that anymore. Mm. And a lot of people... Well, some when people you say that, is there's, there's no sign of it anymore or you think there was never that much of a distinctive... Well, I think the, the majority of us are second language learners. Okay, yeah. Or yep. we're natives or we have native speakers that have come through Kohanga and Kurakaupa, but that mm. have potentially learned from other, other iwi, or they've, le- or they've learned from second language learners, aye. potentially. Yep. But the Kahungunu Kaumatua that, that were native speakers of the language, the last bastion really is in the Wairua region yep. now. Mm-hmm. And I actually jumped on board the Tanifarau Kaupapa Kofaura, and I asked for a matangi though, and I'm sorry, brother, because they cut Tanifarau because of that, because mm. they came here. <laughs> sorry about that. What type of work? Yeah, well, well, I can't because they're all gone. Mm. And those who aren't gone are very sickly. Mm. Or, or the poor things have forgotten. Oh, no, I was talking about me. Oh, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because, yeah, or the Tonu Anna, we don't have that um, yeah. Yeah. anymore. And do you think it was it's uh, due to location? Like the like, place of Raiwairua, um, I, I watch Matangiro a lot and I hear other influences of dialects because they're, they're, you think they're bordering on other iwi? Well, there's two types of dialect, right? So you've got a geographic dialect or a ah, regionalect yep. and you've got a social dialect or mm. a sociolect. Basically, a regional dialect is a dialect that grows within a certain area. And in order to grow and sustain a regional dialect, it's imperative that you have geographic distance or isolation Aye. and natural geographic barriers because what that does is it minimises language contamination. Yep. So if you look at some good examples of natu- natural language barriers, um, I think the Urewera forest, uh, yep. rainforest is a great example. Yep. And I know that um, I have had um, some Tuhoi uh, people who took offence to me saying that Ruatahuna was a, a relatively isolated community. But what I was trying to say was is that Ruatahuna is a great example of a community that was able to maintain yes. a very strong regional dialect because... Um, there's a strong Tuhoi sound regardless. Yes. And then I know that within Tuhoi, there's different sounds within the regions, but Tuhoi is the perfect recipe for a um, regional dialect. Yep, killer. It's got good... And I mean, I guess to a Tuhoi person, um, they know the road's like the back of their head. Mm. But for us, going to do a tahun is one hell of a trip. Yeah. Well, for me it is. Yeah, yeah. I check my tyre air pressures and... Mm. Yeah, yeah. Check the radiator in. Because <laughs> I just... I'm just... I'm, I'm totally out of my um, familiar... Familiarity there. And one of the presenters, uh, his name was Cedric Sunray Tenakwe, and he wrote, it was just a whole lot of, one, two, three, four, five, it's about 20, nearly 30 points. And he titled it, So You Want Your Language to Die. Here are some helpful ways to make that happen. Mm-hmm. And I also read a couple, a few of them. One is say things like, that's not how my grandma used to say it. Uh, disallow new ways to be developed in the language. Um, say things like, that person was not raised fluent, so they should not be teaching the language. So there's about 30 of them. The one at the top of the list, number one is argue over dialect. Yep, let's go there. Because I think that's it. I think dialect is driven by politics, ne? Yep. A language, um, dialect... Is an um, is a language with an army and a navy. What that is saying is, mm-hmm. is that the driver behind dialect is politics. It's about identity, mm-hmm. and it's become very political today. Yes. Because with the renaissance of tribal um, autonomy or, or tribal independence, mm. um, tribes are now promoting their dialect. Tribes are now starting to change the orthographic conventions yes. or the writing rules of the language. So the, so the dialect can be seen visually. So it can visual. be seen. Yeah, yeah. And so that they can stand out and be different. Now that's evident in Tuhoi, the Teuru Taumatua, the tribal authority of Tuhoi, mm. has a policy that all of their written language, they mustn't write the G. Well, from what I understand, Teuru Taumatua is policy. Aye. So all um, official tribal publications don't have the G. That they print. 
Yep. They print, print it, it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then you have, for example, uh, Waikato Tainui, mm. I believe. The entity. The entity, the entity the of entity. Waikato, Waikato Tainui. Um, because it is the entity. Anna. It still follows uh, Robert Mahuta and Bruce Biggs' cope of double vows. Oh, yeah. And I think double vows are awful. I'm just going to say it. I can't stand them. Mm. Um, and then I know that... When I'm, they're not worried today, <coughs> like, you know, and, and me mara matahiwi, there are times when you need a double vow, like whakaaro. Ah, tāhua. Compound words, yeah. Engari, e tautoko ana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, I use Macron's kia ora tātou. I know the te runanga o Ngāti Puro, I'm not sure. No Macrons. No Macrons. Yeah, yeah, no Macrons, eh? Nothing. There's no Macrons? <laughs> no full stops, no, nah. I, I, I don't know if that's an official publication. I don't know if that's an official policy, but I know it's there. I know that in Taranaki, in the West Coast, the glottal stop has been accepted by Tauriwhiri, so you can oh, now okay. write the apostrophe, the apostrophe mm. in lieu of your, of your H. So, you know, it is. It's highly political. Mm. And, I mean, it, it happens here. People are saying, oh, I don't want to learn that dialect. Well, you can't know a dialect without learning your language. Yes, absolutely. Mm. It's ridiculous. You cannot well, you, start learning mm. dialect right from the beginning. That's like saying, I want to learn to drive. I only want to drive a Lamborghini. You'll never learn to drive mm. if you don't get a Lamborghini. Pite enough. Oh. We have one language. There is one. Did you save that for today? That was great. What did you say? Lamborghini. Lamborghini. Yeah. That was very profound. Yeah. Riveting. Absolutely. It was, it is. It's a good way. It's It's political. But, and, and you know what? It is, it is driven by ego mm. because I know myself and it's a friendly banter between Parauni and I, it's Tipuna versus Tupuna. Aye. And whenever he has to sing Ngoi song Whakarongo, and I'll turn to him and I'll go, Tipuna! And he's like, Tipuna. <laughs> and then when I have to sing Kote Kupu Te Na A O, and I'm like, Tupuna. And he's like, Tupuna! <laughs> but it's very political. And, and I think when I'm translating, even when I'm translating for the government, I'm like, now nah, I'm going to put my T A T A U. Mm. Oh, yeah. Because we yeah, all yeah. say, most of us say Tato. Tato. Well, I'm, that may be different in Tainui now, mm. but most people say Tato. Aye. And um, most of us spell it the standardized T A T O U, because yeah. I spell it T A T A U. But that's my ego. Mm. So now yeah. nah, I'm going to write it like Tamaroto. this. Because that's my idea. Mm. So it's very political. And we mm. argue over it. It's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Like for, for instance, Okupu, mm. some some tono Okupu uh, translating service, some tono come to me and they want me to give them the Taitokero word, but I'll write it in its full. If it's a hakarongo, it's fakarongo. Mm. You know, that's kaune, that's how you write it. Yeah. But kaya koe te tikanga i tō whakahua. You know, it's the whakahua yeah, te mea te mea yeah, te mea te mea te mea And to standardise oh. for pānui for anyone to, mm. to see it. And that's yeah, that's what I say to students at Kurereo. I mm. say, let's go around the room now, say tato, and you watch them while they all overthink it, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when I watch some people go tato, and I was like, you don't say that, You don't do say it. Yeah. You don't say it, do you? Unless you're Charlie Tepano or Rahui Papa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. probably do the most handy money tato that I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey. Charlie, yeah, Charlie money. and Rahui there, handy money tatu, <laughs> kia ara tatu, kia tatu. Anyway, yeah. so I said to people, <laughs> most of you write standardised T-A-T-O-U, but you're saying tato. Most of you write K-O-U-T-O-U, but we're actually, most second languages are saying koto. Right. We're not saying koto. So this makes me laugh when you no, go around the room, eh, and then you see someone go, koto. I'm like, you don't say that. <laughs> yeah, you even look awkward. <laughs> you're going koto. So we don't speak how we write. Yep. And that's and that's the danger here. But I think when you start wanting to meddle with orthographic conventions, you're first of all you're prescribing. That's the other thing. Yeah. You're prescribing yep. that a whole tribe speaks one way. Now, how old is how old is Iwi? Yeah. Lucky of two hundred years in some places. Mm-hmm. And we all know how was Iwi born? Mm. Through politics. Mm. And I think when you start prescribing one dialectal um, variation for a whole tribe, because I have lots of Tuhoi friends that pronounce their G's. Mm. Yes. And then you've got the idio lecture, right? Which is what just is the, the way you... Yeah, what's so this, what's that? Like, idio, like, 
kai te kotahi tōna reo, ah, tōna yeah. tū reo. Like the idiosyncrasies. Yeah, 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 yeah the idiosyncrasies like. of one's individual way of speaking. Oh, yes. So your yes. idiolect is how you speak, mm. has nothing to do with your education, has nothing to do mm. with yes, where yes. you live, has nothing to do with who your tribe is. It's just how you speak. So how you mm. speak, regardless of who you're with or from. So you tētahi o mātou koraua ko mate, uh, e nui taku noho ki a. He was 96 when he passed away, korohaki. Nā tira kawake nei. Nā nau i whakaako ki nā pātere ki e hoeno. He lived in, with Ngāti Parau for a time. When he came home, he came home with a hika. Ah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And you'll find uh, a lot of us brought Te hapu no reira rā te koraua, no ngātira, they use e hika, and I picked it up from him. And then, you know, haere te panekere tanga, tararara, say, nā, kua tangata whenua te e hika ki tōku reo. Engari, e hara tainu i te kōrero i te e hika. Engari, e paingi ana tērā kianga e au. Yep. You know, I like, I like it. Yeah. You know, and I was, I'm not even thinking about liking it, it just comes out naturally. Mm-hmm. So, koe rā e rā ahuatanga. And I think when you look at regional dialects, regional dialects were able to survive in those tribes that were relatively isolated. Yes. Mm. East Coast, Mātātua, Northland, mm. pockets of the West Coast. Ne? Yeah. Those are the, when you hear someone from Northland, you know straight away that person's from Northland. Yeah, mm. yeah. So that's you how- You can hear it out. They're breathing. They don't even have to talk. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm not you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, see? Oh. See? Yeah, yeah. Everything goes up. Even that, yeah. yeah. Yeah, te, yeah. Te and then you got yeah. two, everything's down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And through the teeth too, I noticed. Oh, kai te I love it in here. Even the way serious, that you ask. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> I love that seriousness of, of two, but two is generally down, eh? Generally. Yeah. Generally, yeah. down. Mm-hmm. Whereas Northland mm. yeah, yeah, tends yeah. to go up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's up. Yeah, yeah. But Rises. what we but what we now have in the language in the Maori language is social dialects. Yes, and and te tanga is a great example of a social dialect yeah. because we meet all of the criteria for a social stratification dialect. Oh yes, social paparanga. strata, strata, yeah, stratification, and it speaks about elitism within the language. Mm-hmm. You know, um, that um, that that an elite language has developed, oh, an, an elite dialectal variation or social dialectal variation has developed within the language. Mm, and Panikiritanga yeah. meets all of that because mm. we, Timoti loves to use words that bamboozle people. Yeah. Mm. He loves it. He aims to bamboozle near. Yeah. It's quite sadistic, I think. <laughs> I think he loves seeing people gay. Well, that's how you take it too, you know. I remember karewi moe te kupuha near near. Oh, and yeah. we were coming home, uh, te taipa ne kiretanga e, e tore kai huru huru tonu anau i te rawa. And he says to me, and you just know by the tone of his voice, yeah. is he getting cheeky or is he serious? And he says, ah, kai te kite kai te hanene tō noho. And I was like, aye. <laughs> and then come in my pake, how te hanene? Oh, it's just aua, aua, but I could tell. That, I read, I read the, know, yeah, I read the yeah, play, yeah. oh, aye. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> Well, I think, you know, panikiritanga is a great example, right? All of, a lot of our words came from the Williams Dictionary. They were old words that hadn't been mm. used for a long time. Yep. There you go. So we had our own vernacular, mm. had our own words. Our grammar, we spoke a very um, complex and technical version yes. of Māori language. Mm. Yep. You know, we did. You know, ite koringa ōku i pūrangi ho, ki tāna i mate nui mai ei. Aye. You know, it says that. And the other one was a sound. We actually started a sound. Yep. And then we became clicky with it. We had our own idioms. Yep. We had our own kiwaha that people yep. didn't understand. The kiwaha of the day that only mm. used. Yeah. Only your rangapu or your yeah. group knew. Yep. Ours was pua nani, nā pua nani o te ah. We thought we were mean. I pua never nani. used pua nani. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and then we became clicky with each other. We started yeah. to kind of dress the same and yeah, yeah. roll with each other. So we created, um, that was a good example of social stratification. Pinakitanga has normalised it a lot, mm. and so have we through Kurereo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was once a very sacred language has now become quite yeah, normalised. Yeah, become the, the, the language. Because I remember when Liz Hunkin from Nuhaka, she started saying, Tino a tāhua, she's like, Tino a rerehua. 
Panoni was the other one. Panoni, yep, Panoni. But you know when Liz, when yeah. when Fire Liz said Tino de de hua, Tino why why ah, and she's looking at me going why why ah. <laughs> I was like, can't play with Fire Liz, mm. and much was like too much with Liz. Yeah, yeah. So you know that that is how the language has, has changed. And I remember um, Rose Peter once when Timothy did um um na tarahai ko mate, yeah. and I remember Rose Peter oh. like how te tarahai. She was like, hey, poo, hi, hi, God, what do I look like? to wake up one God, no, my, no, my, no, my. <laughs> she's like, how to tarahai? Yeah. So even that word was an example. Mm, she yeah. Someone. Karewi like, tupu mete tarahai. Pumai hai, tarahai. Yeah. Haro wini. Nomuri mai kamuhe, hea te tarahai, o karumui te tarahai. But it's a polit- political thing, right? And that's yeah. why Panikiratanga got slammed. And most of our criticism came from a lot of from a lot of those places where regional dialects survived. Yes. Because where, they would watch to cut it and go, what the hell is that word? Yeah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> and we know we know those iwi. Yeah, no. Yeah. That were hard yeah. on us. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Until they got invited. Yeah, but yeah. Now, um, etahi, 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 etahi. <laughs> Covering all your bases <laughs> there. Covering all your bases. Tamari ki ai, like we te koro on e korero ana inai mo ngarangatai e waihanga nei yara taiwa ke kupu kaputa kamaringi no mai inai. Pefeo fakaro ki he tūreo tēna? Tūreo tonu tēna? Yeah, I think it's a generational specific language and yeah. I think it's it's evident in both Māori and English. Mm. Um, I think in English when you think of all of those, all, remember Aesop's fables? and Yeah. Remember those, um, not analogies, uh, metaphors. He's as sly Parables. as uh, this. Oh. Is that a parable or is that a... Oh. Are those metaphors? When you say he's as sly as a fox. Like a simile. As a metaphor. Yeah. You know, yeah. as a fox. As sly as a fox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think there's a generational thing and I think generations continue yeah. to create words and they have to because a language dies if it's not... Allowed to evolve yes. and grow, and it's hard. Like even today, I'm listening to this mehete and waking it and wah wah and I'm like, and I'm saying to my students, ah, I'm like, ah, kotereo hotera, ane kiamoki wene. Yeah. But the reality is, a lot of idioms that we were taught, some of them we just can't grasp. Yeah. Because Timothy goes, "Kaita here," but I thought, well, this, these are idioms he learned in Waikaremoa in the 1940s. He used them before. Kumarewari ai. Tikohawa. No, 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 no. It was an irototero pakia. Yeah. I don't know, I'd never heard it before. I was like, ah, oh, yeah, well, it's from his generation. But he's, mm. you know, and that's why I think we're getting all these idioms wrong because, mm. you know. Mm. And, you know, I think some of the idioms today, the, there are more, there are more wider influences as mm. opposed to external, like not even Māori influences mm. that are changing. And we're talking, you, you, you introduced a kiwaha that has a complexity of understanding the language and I've yet to hear kiwaha now be as complex as that. Like, you are know, right. Yeah, and, and I that's think with that, the melding and understanding of the language yeah. in its entirety that you know we're looking for ways to say this. We need yeah. to find. We need to just. Um, I don't know different descriptors for kiwaha. Yeah, because some of them are like they like that one, you know, um, and the mekoriake and those ones, and then you've got yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right, mm. but I think language has to evolve. Yes, yeah, and it is evolving. Mm-hmm. What are the other ways to kill a language? Argue over dialect, and then say that that one wasn't is not a native speaker. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I've had that. Uh, be afraid to try new things. Yeah. Uh, say things like we don't have a word for that, and then be against making a word for that. Be highly opinionated and believe you know best. Focus your language instruction on adults and not on children. I had to laugh. Someone said to me there was a a word about fuel injector that they had um, translated into mine. So I was like, oh. When did Maoris have a word for fuel injector? Yeah. And then this Parker comes back and says, the same way the English never had a word for it until it was created. Yeah, so they used fuel and injector. Hello. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, but there's this bullcrap about Maoris mm. shouldn't have words for that. Yeah, yeah. Be territorial. Oh, yeah, that's very mm. much in us. Argue over spelling systems. Argue over spelling <laughs> systems? Yes, we do. <laughs> we just had a while long about that. Yeah. yeah. Don't believe that the only time you are speaking your Indian language or Māori language wrong is when you are not attempting to speak it at all. Oh, kia ora. Mm. Not attempting to speak it at all. Yeah. Yeah, there's, I'll send them to you, Hepai. Oh, I've had that thrown at me. He doesn't speak Kahunganu dialect. Aye. 
I'm like, lol, where's your doctorate? Yeah. <laughs> you know, at the end of the day, like, mm. like I've researched this and, I, and I'm trying to find what a dialect Yeah, quite like, quite a dialect. Kua panu eo i to tuhinga roa. Um, I'm so glad you did because when I wrote those 100,000 words, I thought no one's going to read it. No, I've read it. I, I just read summaries, but yeah, I'll read parts of it. So mm. the, the, the challenge, like I had from my Rangitani side in Blenheim, I had someone come to me because they'd done translations for the warehouse and said, oh, we want to translate this into a Rangitani dialect. And I said, eh, yeah, Huama. Well, is so there while we're on there, because we, yes. we, we, we tatahari ki reira, so Kyoto master list. Yeah. You know, and it's really interesting kita kita inga kupu. Yeah. Atena, atena, atena. Um, mai i te waipo namu kita hiku. What's your master list name? Ona ite mea ko te tono mai a te kamupenera. Aye. Ma tena rohe, ma tena rohe. Ana ake kupu. Yeah. And I've and I've got the master list from all the kaifaka Māori, and it's interesting to see there's yeah. there's some are really different, some yeah. are the same. Yeah. What sort of words are these? You know, for the self checkout, yeah. Oh, for the warehouse, yeah. Oh, is that how the tunnel came yeah, through yeah. to me? We might have to redact that word in there because um, you we might can't have to use that. Yeah. But um, okay, yeah. So I've got the master list mm. of all the translators, and they're yeah. I was going, man, this will be a good research topic. Absolutely, because oh. yeah. I I so, asked for kupu, yeah, kakite toingwa, e e homiro nei o e QA nei ngā kupua itai. Wow, ngā kupua te tai rāwhiti. Um, half the fare and tainui from like kirikiriro up are going to be double vowels and all the rest are macrons. <laughs> so, but that's creating, see, you're what once again, you're creating another division eh, of the opinions of one yeah. speaking on behalf of another of the of an entire rohe mm. creating that type of language because, yeah, mm. that's what I thought in doing mine was like, is yeah. there ever uh an iwi-centric um, kupu for this new thing, like self-checkout. Mm. You know, so, yeah, there was, there, those were the hard parts. Well, for yeah. example, right, when we translated the Napier Airport, mm. your um, collection, luggage collection yes. there, and I, and I noticed in Auckland, I just flew into the Auckland International, and there were this te kohinga tuake. And I was going to use that word here, but I have never heard any of my co-mates use the word tuike, tuike. tuike. Or, or pico. Yeah. Yeah. Tuike, tainui. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's yeah. what it was. Well, we didn't use yeah. it. I said, te kohinga peke. Yeah. yeah. I said, peke i Yeah. Um, so, I learned it off Auntie Pera the first time I heard it. Oh, kuera te, te tuike. Yeah. And hoi hoi ngā kōrero mo te kokoraho i te taitokero, eh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, they put it up on the um, yeah, oh, oh, the kokoraho peke. Kokoraho peke. Kokoraho peke. Kokoraho, I think. Yeah, oh, it's peke. Kokoraho. Baggage collection. Oh, and they had, they had great fun with it. They had great fun with it. Oh, baggage claim. Baggage claim, yeah. They felt for ki te mei kirikiro ngai taimai, arrivals. Nga taimai? Ngai taimai. Oh, okay. I can see the Māori. Yeah, yeah I like that. They're off the whakarōpū tango te tai hunga ka taimai. Yeah, I get it. See, I said ngā taimai. mai. Oh, no, no, they, they could work. See, the one I saw in Auckland was Ngā Tainga Mai Ātāwahi. So, he kaiwhaka Māori koe, kaya kaya tātou mm. o tātou raihana. Mm-hmm. Pewhia, you know, how how do you go about, you know, do when people ask for jobs, do you, you know, use kaungunu-centric or you're just, you're a chameleon when you do your translations? Um, if it's for the government, I tend to, I, I stick to my tātou. Mm. AU, I stick to that. Oh, that's your, yeah. But I don't write my kai and my hai. Mm. I don't, I go back to the standardised K and hei. Mm. Oh, hey, me a kahununu te kai well, te yes, hai. a lot of areas of kahunu stick yes. with that kai and hai. Yeah. Um, although we come under fire once by Tao Pehi, who mm. told us only two hoi speak like that. Mm. Um, but yeah, so yeah, when I do, I, I just write tātou, but everything else I leave the same. Yeah, kia ora. Kia ora. But I use my language, engari, e hara, aia. I tend to use aia a lot. Mm. Yeah, but I, 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 I write a standardised language. Mm. Yeah. Because they say that if the writer wants to write his dialect, he, he does it sparingly. Mm. Yeah. So that it doesn't cause too much distress yeah, to the reader. Well, exactly. Yeah. Well, koina taku, koina hoki taku um, mahere, I write a standardised language. Yeah. And at times I fight the urge to write raini and stuff, but I, myself, naturally, I don't mm. usually say that. Well, and, and, and erangi, Things like that, yeah. Well, like an Aussie, right? I was talking to my two nephews, born and raised in Australia, and I said, where's your genders, you boys? And they're like, huh? 
So yeah. I used my word genders and my mum's like, and their mum, my sister's like, go and get your thongs. Yeah, yeah. Because we're going to the pool, you know, and I was going, I said, gee, I said, um, are you going to the bottle shop? She's like, yeah, we're going to the bottle Bottle-o. Oh, I said, hey, where's the local garage? You mean the servo? Servo, yeah. I said, look at those ones out there doing burnouts. Yeah, they're always hooning here. Hooning. Okay. You know, So what are we saying to people that want to revive and use their tūreo? First of all, if you want to revive a geographic dialect, save your money, go and buy a whole lot, go and buy a Gloria Vale somewhere. Gloria Vale. And establish a community. Mm. And then put big fences up and live in that isolated community like Jonestown. Yeah. And don't allow anyone to come in. <laughs> Teach your children in your own schools. Ban all of the outside uh, media influences. Ban television. If you, if you want to revive a geographic dialect in today's day and age. you got to isolate. Yeah, you need to be isolated and just totally shut out the outside world. Yeah. And then you can stop all language contact. So now you realise I'm being incredibly cynical and sarcastic. Yeah. So yeah. geographic dialect, the horse is bolted. Uh, but... And the other thing to remember is that a lot of our iwi do some research. How many of your iwi actually live in the tribal region? Kia ora. You'll find that bugger all live there. Mm. So you need to realise that what you need to create is a social dialect. You need to find speakers that are second language learners of the language. They want to know the language. Mm. They want to identify as rangitani. They want to identify as kahungunu through the deal. And then you start feeding them with words and then you create a social dialect. Social so dialect. people go, I want to be kahungunu through my deal. Yep. So I'm going to write tato. Mm. Or I'm going to say kauheke for kaumatu. Because mm. that came yeah. from the Williams Dictionary. Mm. Mm. And that's what kahungunu is doing. We just slowly drip feed words. Not too yep. much. Mm. Yep, yep. But geographic dialect is hard. Yep. Unless, you know, unless you're from Matawai. ホキアンガオドアタウナ。いや、マスタバスタイネッタ。ホキアンガオドアタウナ。ホキアンガオドアタウナ。ホキアンガオドアタウナ。ホキアンガオドアタウナ。ホキアンガオドアタウナ。
a good start is to maybe talk to some of those proficient speakers in your tribe and ask them what are some of the words. But you can do simple things like um, researching, finding out what old Māori newspapers might have been printed. But when you go to the Māori newspapers, you need to find out who the editors were because yes. the editors could have been from other tribes. Wow. So you yeah. need to make sure yeah. that the editors, and there's only four newspapers in Kahungunu that we found were actual Kahungunu editors. Oh, wow. Um, so there's that. Um, there might already be dialectal resources produced, mm. but it's highly political. Williams Dictionary? You see yeah, the Williams Dictionary. Dictionary. If you go onto the NZETC website, I think Vic, Vic University runs yeah, it, yeah, yeah. and then you click on the letter E, find out what your tribal suffix is. In the beginning of your Williams Dictionary, there's a list of suffixes, and it says, say, Arawa, Tainui, etc. Like mm. the word Taia, according to the Williams Dictionary, that was an Arawa word. Mm. So then you just go, you click on the E, then you go to the find in your Internet Explorer, yeah. type in K-A-H dot, and then it highlights all the words that have And just to pop in there, who knows when William was doing the um, the dictionary is that he heard that word in Te Arawa. Yeah. That's it. You know, it you the don't first know time you heard, heard it. it. Yeah. And, uh, so, we, you know, that's very subjective when you see yeah. the um Yeah, or it's a beginning. Then, yeah. yeah, like he heard that word in Te Arawa. Yeah. doesn't necessarily mean that only Te Arawa mm. used it, you know. So yeah. you could you confirm exercise yeah. caution, you know, be beware. Beware, beware. But you yeah. can confirm or deny the ideas to actually go and not to prove, but actually deny your what you think that's your word. Mm. Like until until you can actually say yeah, yes. hey, yeah. 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 Quite yeah. quite often though, you have to have a trained ear to mm. listen. See, Parauni and I could easily listen to a one hour recording of a komato and I could write, Oh, they said that. Oh, that's different. Oh, that's different. Yeah, yeah. You did you that? But it takes years of, of 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 training the ear to hear those yeah. things. Yeah, I think that's the thing mm-hmm. that kafakamaho make me harunei yo is um it's actually the grafting you've done a lot of digging mm. for us to to have the luxury of like listening to the fakaro here the amount of time you've put into listening mm-hmm. things that people don't want to do re- reading through screeds and screeds of old tuhinga listening to old recordings that's something you know we love it, I love it. yeah 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 but you're a geek <laughs> that's out our, at some point <laughs> hey, that's <laughs> our I don't know if I can say this that's our that's our pony hapa <laughs> That's our Pornhub watching, uh, listening to Nga Taonga. <laughs> we do, we send files to each other. We hit this one. He's going, his collection. What's your category? Yeah. <laughs> we create. Yeah. yeah. But that, that's, what it, that's what it also yeah. takes. Say hey, what? That's what I want to get well, out. The scary thing for me is that um, we've just done some research on, I think we did a 60 hours of, of material. Mm. And we've come back with a three page report of things that we heard. Oh wow! That we that we feel a unique dialectal variation. Wow. Three pages. Yeah. Oh. In yeah. size fourteen font. Mm, oh. And one of them is a mehi. Mm. <laughs> and I looked at it because I just got this report back, and I'm like, oh how? <clears throat> but that's the risk for us as Kahunganu. Yeah, yeah. If we go and invest all this money into uh-huh. researching those tapes down there, what happens if we don't come back with a lot? Mm. What if all we come back with contributes to one percent of the modern vernacular? Yeah. Aye. Yeah. What if Kahunganu has to resign itself to the fact that was that was once was here mm. is potentially no more because a lot of us don't speak like our Kaumatua. They mm. say they do, yeah, yeah, but yeah. they don't yeah, yeah. sound like their Kaumatua. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's the Queen Te Haere or Te Aoinaine, Te Ao Māori. And um, I don't lament that. Actually, mm. I think it's because of our proximity now, what we're able to do in terms of connection. Um, Kei te Panuni Haere te reo. Kua Panuni ke. Kua Panuni yeah, ke, hai. Yeah, yeah. Kua, kua well, well, te hoi o. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. O tētai tūmanako. O te reo nei. Ai. Uh, Kotakutumanakunui Manihiko's a nasty person. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mixed up. So when you're a nasty, yeah. might kai be a nasty kai. bitch or something, you yeah. say, oh, tera he tangata manihiko. There you go. Yeah. Wahine manihiko. It's better bitch. than a nasty bee. You can beep that out. Yeah. Bitch. 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 
I think we can say that. Beep. Now, how to talk to the waiter? Oh. Waiter Manihiko. Hirohia, Nazika, Natapu, Natsipuna. That's it. Thank you. Kapohia, Hayoranga, Kau, Awe. To listen to more episodes, search for us on your podcast app and subscribe, or follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Taringa, whakarongo mai. <laughs>